Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Sagittarius season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you and leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you are born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you are born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, make sure to take a listen to Heart of Sky, A Dark Rift, the Embodied Astrology episode for Sagittarius season, where you can learn much more about the amazing sign Sagittarius as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. In these horoscopes, you'll learn about how Sagittarius works for your sun or your rising sign, and I'll offer some suggestions for working with the new and full moons this month, as well as a few other important planetary transits. There is so much more going on with astrology in the next month, though. To learn about all of the planetary aspects and lunar phases this month, please become a subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and will receive access to my expanded month-ahead interpretations, as well as a printable calendar and astro journal to help you work with astrology in your day-to-day life. Subscribers also receive big discounts on my year-ahead birthday reports and online classes. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief message and I'll be right back with your horoscope. Hello, Leo, and thanks for listening. This is your month ahead horoscope and audio forecast for Sagittarius season. Um, Sagittarius season looks like it could be exciting and fun and busy for you. Just a couple of days before Sag season begins, Mercury turns direct. That's a significant planetary moment. Mercury has been retrograde since October 31st in the sign Scorpio. Scorpio for you rules the root or the base of your chart and so Mercury's retrograde may have been bringing up some um, deeper issues. This place in the chart has a lot to do with our feelings of foundation, stability, grounding, and a sense of belonging. Very literally this place in the chart represents home and family. So as Mercury turns direct, it enters into what's called its shadow phase. This period of time is when Mercury retraces the territory that it retrograded back over. And this is the third time that Mercury is passing this area in the sky or appears to be. Um, The first time was when Mercury was direct before the retrograde. The second time was when Mercury was retrograde. And now in this third time, um, the symbolic meaning of this time is when kind of Mercury has, as a symbol of the mind, Mercury has remembered something or it's picked something up. And now important realizations can come forwards. There's more clarity on any 
places of confusion or um, spaces where you needed to to pause and muck around and um, kind of turn things over in your mind a little bit as we tend to do with Mercury retrograde. So pay attention to your mind and to what's going on in your mind. Um, Questions, conversations, disagreements, and kind of emotional uncertainty that may have been present over the last couple of weeks now might start to have a greater sense of clarity and resolve as you move forward. Mercury will finish its shadow phase on December 7th and on December 9th it will move into Sagittarius where of course it will meet up with the sun. The sun moves into Sagittarius on November 22nd and Sagittarius season is the span of time between November 22nd and December 21st. So Sagittarius is the sign right after Scorpio. This place in your chart rules um, the ideas of vitality and authentic energy, expressive energy, and creative, playful joy. I think also about this part of your chart as your eroticism, and eroticism can definitely be sexual. It doesn't have to be. It's a feeling of being turned on. So what gets you going? What lights your fire? What gets you excited and in the mood? Um, Those are the themes for Sagittarius in the Leo solar chart. And this place in your chart is called the fifth house, and it relates to the fifth sign, which of course is Leo. So when you think about what you know of Leo, some qualities that come immediately to mind are playful, silly, um, expressive, performative, warm, um, theatrical, that those sentiments are also themes in this part of your chart. So think of this energy of Sagittarius as stimulating your vitality and your essential authentic expression. Um, One note for those of you who are parents, this part of your chart is specifically related to your children. And a second note, for those of you who are artists or makers or creators, this part of your chart is very important for you. This is where your creativity lives. It's where you want to express yourself and get on stage and um, make something. So over the course of Sagittarius season, nurture these instincts and pay attention to this kind of energy. It will be highlighted with the sun here regardless, and it's a great time for you to pay extra attention to these parts of your life to really honor your creative, romantic, erotic, uh, playful, authentic self. Especially around the new moon on November 26th, there's a new moon at three degrees of Sagittarius. Um, The new moon, of course, is a time for planting seeds. This is the beginning cycle. Um, You can think of the beginning cycle as new moon to full moon. So those entire two weeks between uh, November 26th and December 11th, when we have a full moon, uh, you might just be writing in your journal, creating rituals or ceremonies of some kind, or just thinking about what it is that you're wanting to initiate and call in to your creative life, to your erotic nature, um, for your children, for your creative projects. 
As we get to the full moon, again on December 11th, the full moon will be in the opposite sign, Gemini. And this full moon highlights the axis between the solar fifth and 11th houses. So the fifth house, as I mentioned, is this place of creativity and playfulness. And the 11th house is, um, you might think of it as the group or your networks or your audiences or your wider and future impacts. So I like to think of the 11th house um, as an image of ripples moving out from a pebble dropped in a pond. Your expression, as you're expressing yourself, of course, affects the energy around you. It affects any people around you, but it also just affects a general vibe. Um, if you are an artist or a maker, whatever you are creating, whatever you're performing, um, probably is being received by a public of some kind, by an audience. If you are a parent, your children are going to grow and affect the world around them. So think of this axis as the larger impact of your creative expressions, how uh, you're expressing yourself, what you're putting out is affecting the people and the communities around you and also affecting a kind of future whole in some way. The 11th house is also very closely associated to um, social projects, groups, collectives, the idea of collectivism or humanitarian goals or um, things like that, things that you might, causes you might be interested in. So there may also be some energy around the full moon around how are you using your energy to what effect do you want to be using your energy? Now this full moon is coming in with some uh, potentially thick and confusing energy and I really want to encourage you to give yourself some space around the full moon to be very self-compassionate and also to meditate on a larger impact that you are desiring. So if you're thinking about the future of your children, try and meditate and visualize a positive, healthy, uh, loving future for them. If you're thinking about how you fit in with a group, try and meditate on the kind of purest energy that you want to be exuding and how that will affect and um, kind of mm, inspire others around you and the space around you. Um, this could be a full moon that can bring some kind of heavy energy with it for some. So if that's what you end up feeling, please give yourself time and space to be gentle with yourself and to not jump into kind of any conclusions about what other people are thinking about you or doom and gloom situations about the future or things like that, but really stay with the moment of your intention and uh, what you're aiming for. And the full moon, of course, is bringing a releasing phase with it. So from the full moon to the new moon, this is a great time to set your intentions, to make your rituals, your ceremonies, etc., for releasing what isn't useful to you anymore in this axis of your life, your personal expression, but also how you're interacting with uh, groups, with networks, with the idea of your social circumstances and your futures, etc. 
A couple of other things happening this month. Um, both Venus and Jupiter are moving into the sign Capricorn. Venus will ingress Capricorn on November 25th, and it will stay there until December 20th. Jupiter will move into Capricorn on December 2nd of this year, and it will stay all the way until December 20th of 2020, so a little bit more than a year-long transit. Venus and Jupiter are considered to be the benefics of the zodiac. That means that they are the gift givers. Venus brings the gifts of abundance, love, connection, magnetism. Jupiter brings the gifts of higher learning, high wisdom, and uh, personal expansion, growth, and opportunities. So you can use both of these planetary energies in uh, your work, in your day-to-day. -day. Capricorn rules your solar sixth house, and this is the place in the chart that has domain over uh, the totally mundane aspects of your life, your jobs, your schedules, your responsibilities, and your health, your general well-being. So as Venus and Jupiter both enter this part of your chart, you may get a rush of energy, you may get a rush of deadlines or jobs, um, but what I hope is that you get is inspiration to really attend to your day-to-day -day life with a lot of care. Um, I'd love for you to be able to cultivate and uh, continue to refine your schedules, your regimens, the way that you're taking care of yourself, the way that you're taking care of your environment, and being with your work, being with your labor. Jupiter's transit especially is a great energy to assist you in calling in labor and day-to-day -day occupation and responsibility, aka jobs, that are really aligned with your soul purpose and with your integrity and uh, kind of higher meaning or higher ethics. One more planetary shift, Mercury will move into Sagittarius on December 9th, and it will stay in that sign until December 29th. So Mercury will meet up with the sun in the sign Sagittarius. Again, this is the house of creativity, eroticism, playful, energetic expression. And Mercury brings its curiosity, its mental acuity, and its gift of communication into this part of your chart. So this is a great influence for you to be working with your creativity and what you want to be expressing uh, in that part of your life. Um, last but not least, on November 28th is the National Day of Mourning, otherwise known as Thanksgiving Day in the United States, and I am encouraging all of my listeners to please donate some time and money to Indigenous-led organizations this year and every year. I'll be donating to the Indigenous Environmental Network. They are an amazing and entirely Indigenous-led uh, organization that does a lot of really important work with the environment and with education. You can check them out at ienearth.org. If you'd like to know more about astrology in this upcoming month, and there is a lot to know in terms of planetary aspects and lunar cycles, become a subscriber. There's so much there in the extended monthly forecast and the calendar for you. Definitely listen to the Embodied Astrology episode for Sagittarius season. There's a ton in that episode about Sagittarius as an energy, how to embody it, how to access it, and what to expect in this upcoming month. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy these horoscopes, please share them with your friends and community. I'm wishing you all the best in Sagittarius season and beyond. Bye for now. <laughs>